top, top. Top, top. It's your boy, Chad Visionary. It's your boy, E-Money Boss, and you're now tuned in to the Top Hill Podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. E-Money Boss. I'm Chad Visionary in the and, back. And I'm your girl Jamila with her own boss. And we are back with another lit episode of Top Hill Podcast. I'm so hyped about this episode because we got an amazing young gentleman that's about to come on to our podcast and grace our studio. Um, he is the founder of Blame Yourself Clothing. And he goes by the name of D-Dot. Come on in, D-Dot. What's up, bruh? What's good? Thank you, thank you. What's up, man? Appreciate it. Hey, man. We are so glad to have you you. on. Thank you. Welcome to Top Hill, brother. Thank you. (laughs) Appreciate it. So, yeah, man. Uh, Tell us about Blame Yourself. First of all, the name is dope. Um, Hold on. Tell us about your fit. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to the real point stuff first. What you wearing, bro? We're about to do that. Make sure you wear your fly shit. All right, no more, right. The shoe cam like Wendy Williams. <laughs> I got the Blame Yourself checker hat right okay. here. Okay. Um, this this is exclusive. It's exclusive. It's not out yet. Okay. Soon, okay. soon enough. Okay. Uh, then I just got my Birkenstocks on. Summer, I'm usually comfortable. Hey. Like slides, you know. Yeah, Birkenstocks in right now. Yeah. Shout and out to HBCU uh, fit. I oh, see. man. This HBCU tee from 2003. I'm big on man. vintage. That's like a big thing for me. And then I'm obsessed with Eric Emanuel shorts. Like, that's okay. like that all summer. All of, This is really my summer fit. Vintage tee. EE shorts and Birkenstocks. Like, that's that's me right there. Okay. Super, like, dope, super yeah. dope, super comfortable. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Appreciate that, man. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, man, get your stuff off, man. Get it off, man. Hey, man. I see yeah, you, cuz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You know, the, the Chad's the fashion man in the back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> Explain it, because yeah. it's definitely different. It's definitely different, but I'm all for the comfortability. Like, that's me all day long. All I, day. I like it when, you, when it's, to me, you're not really fly unless you're comfortable. Like, yeah, like yeah. you could be Let's like, you could be free. flat out. Imagine being a female. That's like, imagine having yeah. to wear heels. Yeah. Imagine having to wear makeup. You can't wipe your eye. You can't cry. You can't sweat. You can't do nothing. <laughs> it's not comfortable. That's why I don't do it anymore. Yeah, I, can't, I can't speak for females. I can only speak for myself. <laughs> right. but me personally, like if, like, let's say, like, I want some shoes, but they, like, I have size too small or something. I mean, mm-hmm. I used to do that when I was younger, but, like, now I'm like, nah, bro. I just, I missed that. Yeah. Right, 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 <laughs> I just right. missed out on those, you know? Like, it's cool. Like, so, yeah, for me, it's, if you're not comfortable, you're not really fly. And you could tell. You could see when people are not Absolutely. comfortable, bro. Like, yeah, so the people are trying to force it, too. Exactly. Like, you know, you, you, know, you, you can't you force it, bro. Squeezing yourself in the small ass clothes. Uh-huh. Dudes do it too. Dudes do it too. Number one. I'm not here to slander no right, more. Right, no more. But man, put your soles back in your shoes. Yeah, All right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. But man, we're here to talk about you and your brand, man. Tell the people. How they can blame themselves. Yeah. Yes, talk about it. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so, blame yourself is basically just a concept I had 
um, just about self accountability. I feel like our generation misplaces blame a lot. You know, like you'll something will happen to you and you won't say like, oh. I did that, you know, mm -hmm. like that's my part. You'll find everything else, like relationships, really, jobs, right? Your boss, like this, this is you, you know. <laughs> right, right. Um, a lot of time, well, even when it's not you, it's still you, because you can always take yourself out of the situation yeah. and fix it. That's like facts. even Man. when it's not you, it's you. That's and that's that's something that people don't get sometimes. Like with blame yourself, and you hit it right on the head. Even when it's like literally out of your control. Sometimes you could step back and be like, well, why do I associate with that person? Or, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, I really came up with the concept. Uh, I was a manager at a hotel, and I was hiring a lot of young black kids, thinking I'm doing good, you know, yeah. trying to give back. <laughs> right, right. And then, you know, they just doing me wrong, coming to work late. Uh -huh. Y'all friends and stuff, trying to take advantage of the yeah, relationship. Yeah, just BSing on my clock. <laughs> <laughs> just just really abusing me. So, you know, I would hear stuff like, like, I'll be like, why are you late? They'll say, oh, my alarm didn't go off. They tell you the truth oh, instead man. of telling you the lie that they should they would tell somebody else. But right. my thing is, like, you're a, like, what do your alarm got to do with you coming to work? Like, right. I mean, like, set it, I don't know, set it, like, it's your fault. At the end of the day, it's your fault. Like, mm -hmm. just fess up to it. Once you do that, we can move past it. We can mm -hmm. we can grow from there. And I think that's what people need to realize. Like, you need to look in the mirror. And that's one positive, in my opinion, about this pandemic. Like, if you can find any positives, it's giving a lot of people time to reflect. Yeah, and absolutely. It's time that people don't take. And mm -hmm. sometimes you can't because life is just so, so go, go, go. Like, yeah, you get off work, then you got to take your kids somewhere, or, you know, whatever it may be. Right. This downtime is giving people time to reflect and really think, like, like, you know, what role do I play in this? Or, you know, just time to think of, of and blame yourself, really. That's so cool. that's really, like, my whole concept. It is a positive message. Some people can misconstrue it. Like, I'll have a shirt on, like a blame yourself shirt or hat, mm -hmm. and they'll be like, I want to blame you. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, that's right. not what it's about. Right. Right. It's, it's a catch-22, though. Like, the way I look at it, especially because I'm a firm believer of the law of attraction. So it's just like, we attract everything that we are and that we think about. So it's just like, if... If you are really trying to grow, you have to start with yourself. You can't expect change to happen outside of yourself. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, I truly believe in the laws of attraction as well. Like, if you think about it, like, if that's what's on your mind 24-7, like, I think about blaming yourself 24-7. Like, mm -hmm. even when I was working or whatever else, I'm always thinking about the brand. So, like, opportunities come because... Like, I did two pop-ups. I did a pop-up in January and February Dope. before the lockdown. You know, like, like the the opportunity is just this opportunity right here. Right. I think about the brand 24-7, and, you know, luckily, you know, I met Chad, and, right. and that's how things work. You know, you never know who you're going to meet or how you're going to connect. Absolutely. And one of my biggest things, one of my catchphrases for the brand is, it's not a deflection, it's a reflection. So, like, when people that's come up to me and are like, I'm going to blame you, like, it's, I'm not, I'm not placing my blame on you. I'm like a mirror for you. Exactly. So right. that's that's how that's I dope. think about that.
That's super dope, man. You, it's it. also meeting people at the level that they're at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if they want to blame me when they're looking at me where blame yourself, then they're, you're not they're even who you. I'm talking they're to. They're telling like, you exactly who they are yeah, and why I don't need to be. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, they're not, have in, a conversation. They're not in that place of growth. Like, <laughs> yeah. when you come to a place of growth, even if you're not even trying to grow, it comes a time when you sit down with yourself, like you said, reflecting. Mm-hmm. And before you can get the opportunity to point the finger at yourself and blame yourself, it's kind of like, what is going wrong? Like, we always want to be like, okay, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, but sometimes it's like, you can't keep doing the same things expecting different results. So let me just switch it up. Even if I'm not wrong, let me just put myself in the wrong shoes and just see if I can make some changes. Right, and that's, I mean, it really starts with you. You're the baseline. Like, for example, I could tell you somebody that didn't agree with, like, three of their bosses, you Mm -hmm. know, like, Every new job they got, they hate their boss. I'm like, only thing that changed, <laughs> you, you're the one that went on, though, you know? So, and, and, and you're, you're your own boss. But it came with blame yourself. It's so crazy because I've seen Chad wear the blame yourself shirt. Yeah. And I had no idea who you were or what you were. So when I seen it come across the group message, I was like, oh, he actually knows the person of that brand. Because I was looking at it, just I liked to blame yourself. Yeah, I love it. I love I it. And it's that. crazy. Um, I'm, I just met you for the first time right. today. Right. Um, but I was excited to have you on. I went to your website looking for the clothes. It's like, dang, sold out everywhere. I'm like, yeah. man, how do I get one, man? What's going on, bro? I, I, like I said, I, I, when I seen Blame Yourself, I knew exactly what it was when I saw it. Right. You know right. what I mean? Just because, like you said, the mindset that we have. Right. So um, so what's going on with Blame Yourself, man? Like, how, how can we get... Some more merch, man. What's going on, bro? Yeah, so right now, uh, due to COVID, my, like, funding for Blame Yourself Mm -hmm. is low right now. But I'm working on new products as we speak. I mean, like I said, to start the year, I had two pop-ups, very successful. Mm -hmm. But, you know, things slowed down for everybody a little bit. I think think you were saying it didn't slow down for you, though. No, honestly, it didn't. um, Because I do nails, I had a lot of downtime in April. So I'm so used to working from 9 in the morning to 10 at night, no breaks all day. So when COVID happened, I just literally took that time to just figure it out. Like, just try to figure it out. And it actually picked up. Like, I did numbers during COVID that I've never seen before in my life. I'm happy for you. That's beautiful. I I don't have the same story. I know, I know. (laughs) Um, Maybe we can sit down and talk about it, though. No, yeah, definitely. Um, But, yeah, so so that's the thing. like, but I'm definitely working on it. I'm actually working on my next. I have like, like I said, with COVID, this gave me a lot of time to reflect, a lot of time to think. So when your comeback comes, like I said, yeah. in April I made zero dollars, yeah. and then in May, whew, we ain't gonna talk about the number. But right. it was crazy. <laughs> I hope the same thing happens for you. Like, she's slow, and then when it picks up, oh, it's gonna yeah. be crazy. I mean, I already have like the new collections like lined up, like the Perfect. next things I'm about to do. Like I'm. One thing that's definitely coming real soon is a tow bag. Okay. So the tow bag okay. will be available soon, maybe like uh, by August. The tow bag will be out. And then um, after that, I have a collection I'm working on called Soft Addictions. Okay. So hmm. Soft Addictions are the things that people, you know, don't realize is an addiction. You know, like mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't have the same psychological effect as like a drug or alcohol. So you don't think it's an addiction for example instagram social media mm-hmm. number one um chocolate like mm-hmm. snacks any <laughs> type of like fast food <laughs> sodas yeah. coffee cigarettes cigarettes are are like right there as a soft addiction not 
truly like a drug, but mm-hmm. they're right there. Um, even TV, even binging, you know, like mm-hmm. like you're sitting on the couch, just totally just veg out. You know, yeah. you're just like, oh, I'm going to watch one more episode. Like, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of times, this is how you know it's a soft addiction. You'll say something like, it's not like I'm on drugs or something like that. <laughs> That's how you know right away. Like, like this, That's real. This, <laughs> like you need to change now. Yeah, so, yeah. so and blame yourself to me is all about awareness. So once I learned about those things and saw that how it was affecting me and my life, I was like, oh, okay, I need to raise awareness on this. That's so the Soft one. Addictions collection will be out in the fall. Uh, it's going to focus on um, like TV, soda, things of that nature. And then... Uh, the first product I ever released was this hoodie where I flipped the Newport graphic. And uh, a lot of people yeah, love that graphic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they always asking me to bring it back. But I haven't really had a reason. I'm not the type of person to, like, keep restocking things. I like to, like, keep it moving, keep the products new. That's what As keeps me. That's yeah. what keeps me, like, in it. You know, like, right. just having okay, these new ideas. Man, that's where that yeah. money comes yeah. out, okay? And I, I, I feel you on that. That's why... We I'm, are demanding more Blame Yourself stuff we've seen already. <laughs> that's, that's why I realize I need to find ways to bring back the old stuff. So, realizing that this Soft Addictions collection cigarettes falls under that, mm-hmm. so I could bring back this Newport Flip hoodie that everybody loves. So, that'll be back, too, in you the fall. Another the good Soft Addiction codependency in relationships Ooh, oh my god man. that, that oh. is a calorie now you're potting <laughs> <laughs> like my mind just started in the back i'm listening but i'm like i'm thinking i'm like yeah. there's so many so yeah. many there's so many people you know in your life that are like jumping from relationship to relationship or staying in a relationship and 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 again the underlying theme of all of those relationships is you Mm. so you know like what 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 role do you usually play in a relationship how is it failing because of you you know like how could you have done better and again like people really need to take the time to think and reflect about those things i have another collection after this one called just reflections like oh, i don't want to give so too cool. much out but, but, but we, we appreciate so it man yeah, you keep spilling out you want. <laughs> no, I, I mean you know by the grace of god like that's how I know, like, I feel like blaming yourself is my purpose because I haven't lost any, like, love for it. Like, the ideas keep coming. So That's I know awesome. that this is what I'm meant to do, you know. Like, keep the fire going, man. For exactly. real, I want to collab. Do you yeah. understand? Because, like, my Her Own Boss brand is very similar to yours um, just in regards to just making people aware of the law of attraction and just themselves. Right. Like, right. that's I just love your movement. That's Not good. for sure. Yeah. I'm, cool. I'm always down to collab. I haven't collabed with anybody yet. I got some... That's something else that's working too. With but too, because mm-hmm. I can definitely see her own balls blame yourself. Yeah, that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. That'd be fine. Yeah, top field too. We'll talk. We'll definitely. talk after the pod. Top field times her own balls times blame yourself. Hey man, never been done before. Y'all ready for this? Um, but man, we we were talking so much before the podcast started, man. And um, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about was um. You know, you're a product of an HBCU. Yeah. I'm a product of an HBCU. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out North Carolina Agricultural Technical oh, State University and Morgan so State he University. Does every podcast. No, he should. He should do yours too. Absolutely. HU, you know? Which one? You got to clarify. It's like, no. Yeah. That was funny. You're funny. Yeah, shout out. podcast. 
Shout out Howard University, man. Yeah. Um, so, man, tell us about your experience coming from, because you said you're from Cali, you came out here, you went to school, mm-hmm. and Howard, tell, tell us about your experience going to an HBCU, and why did you choose an HBCU over any other school? Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, I grew up in L.A. Um, my whole life, uh, till high school, I mean, all through my whole life till high school, then I moved to D.C. to go to Howard. Um, I feel like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm sure you all feel this way too, like, life is just, like, planned. Like, I feel like it was just my next move was to go to Howard. Mm -hmm. Um, My mom and my granny are born and raised in D.C., but they moved to L.A. when my mom was in high school, and she just stayed out there, raised me out there. Um, But I will always come to D.C. to visit family for summers and things of that nature, weddings, funerals, whatever it may be. So I always, like, really loved D.C. Like, I was like, man, I really want to be here. I want to spend more time here. But I was, you know, a middle school, high school. You know, I can't decide to just up and leave. Right. So I was, so Howard was, honestly, I only, I applied to Howard and Morgan. That was it. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I could have applied to the whole Cal State system with one application. I was like, no, nah, I <laughs> only want to go to HBC. I only want to go to Howard. Um, and I've been reflecting on this lately. My whole life, I've been in, like, I get what would be an HBCU of a middle school or high school. Like, mm-hmm. I've always only been around black people or people of color, really. And, man, I it's special, dude. I don't think anybody... Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that can attest to that, but yeah. whoever <clears throat> can attest to it is very special, just always being who you are. Like, right. you don't have to change for nobody, no code switching. Absolutely. Everybody, like, of course, there's different cultures, different people coming from different states, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you can be you and just your you can be unabashed black. self. Yeah. Yeah, you can be black. Yeah, One man. of the biggest uh, misconceptions is that, oh, why go to HBCU? You're already black. You already know how to be around black people. You should go to one of these PWIs and learn other people's cultures and know how to move in these cultures, but... I know people personally, um, you know, have been to HBCUs and been to PWIs, and they're like, if you go to HBCU, you truly learn who you are and where you fit on this planet. And once you really know who you are, this goes with anything, when you know who you are, then you can maneuver out and learn the world instead of trying to be something that you're not. I can't believe people <clears throat> ask you that because oh, yeah. I didn't go to college, but at the same time, like, it would make sense for me to want to go to an HBCU because just being black, it's not one type of black. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, to go to an HBCU, to me, would have me, in my mind, I'm going to be with the elite of black people mm-hmm. like myself. You know I'm what I mean? Being black, like being black, mm-hmm. you don't get to be around elites all the time. Like, right. no, you don't. Yeah. You don't get to be around people who think like you. Nine times out of ten, they pick your other peers and things like that they don't think like you right, right. yeah i didn't grow up like that because i grew up in a um, private school all my life and i was around a majority white people so i was always taught to be around white people and asian people you know different cultures so when i was trying to pick college that's what i was more for i had that same what you was just mentioning earlier that mm-hmm. conception of if you be in this certain type of college you know you'll you'll learn more and you'll maneuver more but it took me a long time to realize that until I got older, so. It's funny you bring that up, bro, because yeah. I went to private schools my whole life, too. Okay. And I still, even at private schools, it was all black. It was super yeah. interesting. That's awesome, man. Yeah. But, uh, and a lot of people discredit an HBCU degree or something, but, I mean. It's crazy, The man. opportunities that I had at Howard are, I mean, I've been to the Google campus in New York through Howard. Uh, the marketing director of Nike has been on Howard campus. 
presidents have Bill Clinton was my uh, graduation speaker. Like yeah. you know, the, you gotta think. College is networking. You yeah, know what I mean? And yeah. when that's all that's basically one of the biggest lessons that I learned from going to HBCU in college is that people it's you're building a network, you know what I mean? You're building a group of of people and friends that can take you to the next level and stuff like that. So that's that's what I learned from going to HBCUs. I'm still um, a lot of I still have a lot of good friends that you know I went to school with. Shout out to all of them. And probably more genuine relationships because you know, of course, being black yeah. and we're around white people. Even if they respect us, we respect them. Even if I'm a superior to white people, I always feel as though it's not like genuine. Like mm-hmm. we're just putting on a show. We're You're just the doing token. what we're supposed, what <laughs> we're supposed to friend. be doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one thing to go to. And my dad didn't go to college, but. Mm-hmm. I could only, um, just being around white people when I used to work with them, I always feel as though, even if I'm a supervisor, it's like, we're just putting on ears. Like, we're just showing, just showing off. And it doesn't, like, when you leave mm-hmm. there, it doesn't feel like you can really reach back out. Like, when you're in, it's cool. But once you're mm-hmm. gone, it's like, you're gone. That's it. Right. Yeah. Um, so, man, another thing that we, uh, I wanted to ask you about, too, you um, being a black business owner and running, also being a manager as well, too, um, what is some of the differences and challenges you had to face with being on both sides of the fence, you know what I mean? Being a black business owner and then being a black, you know, consumer as well too. What is your expectations for um people when, when they work for you and stuff? Uh yeah, man. I mean I feel like, you know, of course as black people we always have to be our best, put on ears, right? Mm. You know, like we have to perform at a higher super. level. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, as a black business owner, one one reason why I've never done pre-orders or anything like that is because I've been on on I've been a black business consumer as well. You know, like I love to support black business, and mm-hmm. it's interesting to me the you know a lot of attention on black businesses right now. Yeah. And as a I want to just speak to it from both sides. As a consumer of black business, I think we need to be patient with them. You know, mm-hmm. like out of nowhere, not out of nowhere, but there's been a boom, of mm-hmm. course, of people wanting to support black businesses. Mm-hmm. So with that, we don't have the same product. Like, I'm independent, me personally. That's why Blame Yourself isn't always restock, because I'm independent. It's right. my money out of my pocket, mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm taking the money from the sales, putting it back into the business. But um, So I don't have the same production values or production times as, uh, I don't know, a white company, for right. example. You know, like... It's, it's tougher for me, you know, and sometimes, you know, it, it's as black people, we we're expecting excellence, you know, and, and it's tough. You get rude comments sometimes. I think we just yeah. need to be patient with the black businesses. Yeah. But then on the other side, as a black business owner, we have to be professional exactly. as well. We have to be professional, especially if we're providing a service like you, for example, like if you have an appointment with somebody, be there at the appointment time, you know, early. Right, at least be early. Be there early, but yeah. at least be on time. Right, exactly. <laughs> you, know I mean? you know, and we already have, you know, what I'll call a black king and queen time. I'm not yeah. going to say CP time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we already have that uh, it's stereotype. It's yeah. It is so yeah. unacceptable. Like, I was telling you before the podcast about I have a nail class. It runs five hours. One whole hour of my class is just for me explaining how to run your business especially if you're black like right. i always if i always have to do the extras just in case you're black yeah. because i notice what we do a lot is we pick and choose what we want to take from from other businesses to apply it to our own 
You know what right. I mean? I'm like, just because you don't have a boss doesn't mean that, oh, because I don't have to clock in and out, I can show up when I want. Uh, no. Right. Like, that it's doesn't certain, make sense. Absolutely. You got to have a certain level of professionalism if you want to be a business um, owner. Black, white, doesn't matter. And, you know, we are our biggest critics. You know what I mean? Like, we love, I go into a black restaurant all the time, and I see some of the, um, the customers telling the managers or the chefs or what they should be doing or what their policy should be. It's like, you have the nerve. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have the nerve to tell these people what they right. should and should not do to you. you. You don't have no place. But we do that to ourselves because we feel comfortable with doing that to ourselves. Right. But like you said, on the other end of that, we do have to exuberate uh, a level of professionalism to these customers where you don't even give them the chance to do that. Because when I see Susie the owner of a flower shop in Utah, you know what I mean, and she gives me horrible service or whatever, stuff like that, I don't go out saying, like, this is why I don't support white businesses. You know what I mean? <laughs> but if that was, you know, uh, Suzanne, you know, doing the same thing, and I'm black and she's black, I'd be like, this is why I don't support black businesses. We can't do that to each other. You know what I mean? And if we do, we can't be vocal and let everybody, the, the whole world is looking at us right now. Some of these things and some of these conversations need to be held behind closed doors, and we need to go ahead and handle this shit. That's, we that's we always family. feel the need to, like exactly. yeah, we always feel the need to vocalize it and then emphasize it. Right, like, right. It's not everybody's business. What, it's what not. Yeah. But what we also have to do too is be um, accepting of criticism. Yes, um, absolutely. If you know that something's not right in your business, for one, it shouldn't be happening more than one time. It shouldn't be the regular. Right. It shouldn't be consistent. And if right. it's not consistent, if someone brings it to you, you should be open to understanding that you're like I tell my clients. My clients are my boss. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Just because I don't have a boss that signs my checks, they still giving me their money. Right. That's how my bills are getting paid. Like, you are my boss. I care about what you say. Right. Yeah. We don't tend to do that a lot of the time. Just like, we we create a business and automatically we're it. Like, yeah, we're nah, it. You got to earn that. You know what I mean? If, you're, if, you go and you're, if you have a business and you look at your Google reviews and you got one or two stars... Look at those one or two stars and figure out why they those are there. Blame, Blame yourself. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're a podcast guy. Um, you're a podcast guy. Absolutely. Oh, you're good at this. <laughs> you're good at this. Hey man, that is gonna that's our time right there, man. man. But D dot bro, oh, I had some more. Questions. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Go All right, ahead. let me just ask you this one question: Who inspires you the most mm. when it comes to? Who's your top inspirations? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Who's your top inspiration? In regards to fashion? Yeah, in regards to fashion. Um, if I'm being... I know you got a few. If I'm being completely yeah. honest, bro, that's one of the reasons why I may blame yourself because sometimes fashion is dull. It's, it's, it's not inspiring sometimes, you know, like, especially, like, on Instagram. Like, I was just talking to one of my friends. I asked him, like, Man, who whose fits are always on point on Instagram? We really can't say anybody, you know. Like, so it, it's that's one of the reasons why I may blame yourself. I was like, you know, like all of the brands out there, I really don't see anything that I like and I resonate with. Of course, there's a ton of black brands that I love, and you know, you could hit me up. I'll tell you every black brand that I support. But um, it, sometimes I'll look at like. Like Supreme, for example. Like I really got tired of Supreme. Like it's dull to I'm me. Definitely tired of Supreme. Yeah, it's dull, <laughs> man. And and even before they got their valuation, like I just was like, this isn't it. So honestly, I really like no no one inspires me in fashion. Yeah, you don't like how, yeah. how black fashion is moving? Oh I yeah, like I do, we, man. We're taking our stuff back because like, I do. We don't want to set the trends for real. Oh no question, so, no question, bro. I just bro. like how. 
things that's going on in the fashion industry where we're taking stuff back like, all right, we're buying black owned everything and we're, t we're telling people like, we started this, we did this. Oh yeah, no question. Like, I mean like so. Jalil Peraza, uh, Pierre Mosk, uh, Kirby, Jean-Raymond, uh, it's a yeah, ton, of, it's a ton of black designers I really like, but um, like they inspire me in a way that I just want to be, I want to like be business owners like them. Like I want to be as successful as them, but in regards to like whose designs inspire me, nah, I don't not really like, it's, like I, it's almost like, I don't know if you guys have heard this when rappers don't listen to other people's music when they're mm -hmm. working on yeah. their album. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get, I don't want to get influenced by somebody else, I you know? So, that. so yeah. So, and, and that's mm -hmm. like no disrespect to no, but I'm not saying like I'm the, like, fashion god or anything like right. that you just want to be your own person yeah 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 you know yourself you know what i mean some people that's how that's how you need to move you know what i mean yeah and that, and that's cool another one yeah with that. yeah that's a good question <laughs> so d dot man tell tell everybody where they can find you um how they can hit you up and everything okay give yeah. your plugs bro so uh my uh personal instagram is d dot poor vita uh d d o t dot p o r dot v i d a and then the Blame Yourself Instagram is Blame Yourself. So Blame and then Y-O-S-C-L-F. And then the web shop is BlameYourself.BigCartel.com. And also just really quickly want to shout out a, a black positivity platform that I created with one of my homegirls at Howard. It's called Black at Black Colleges. Oh, it's yeah. where you can go and, and share your HBCU experience. Um, Right, right now, there's a lot of different pages like Black at Nike or Black at Marriott mm -hmm. where people are going and sharing negative experiences they've had in the workplace. Okay. And I was just thinking to myself, wow, this is really negative. Where can we be black and it's fine? You know? Right. right. And the, one, the first place that came to mind was HBCUs. Definitely. So Black at Black Colleges, um, it, it's just a platform where you can submit your experience at an HBCU and why, you know, it's unbridled black joy. And I really want to get it out to recruiters so that they could use it as a tool for kids that are thinking about HBCUs. Like they can have all of these experiences from past alumni to share with new students that are thinking about coming in. I expect you to, to share oh, yours. <laughs> yeah, it'd be very easy, man. That's, yeah. that's nothing. I got you, bro. Um, but yeah, that's me, man. Uh, like I said, new stuff coming real soon. Tote bag on the way. Okay. Soft Addictions I'm collection on the I'm way. Sure. Uh, I have actually uh, an election piece I'm working on, too. Um, it's actually done. I just need to get it printed but it's gonna be for election season okay. as well so i, I got a promo now we i got a promo i got a lot of stuff on the way y'all so so, so we can start time. wearing it now so by the time everybody wants to wear it september october november yeah they already no, we've already seen it it's gonna come out before election season yes that's exciting well, but uh yeah that's me y'all appreciate it well man we definitely appreciate you for coming on Sharing your story, sharing blame yourself. Um, we really appreciate it. so fast. I don't want him to go yet. I know. I'm, 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 I'm looking at the time and I'm so I'll upset. I'll come back. Yeah, definitely come back, man. We definitely want you back on here. But um, that's our time, guys. Thank you guys so much Thank for so much. tuning in to Top Hill Podcast. I'm your boy, E-Money Boss. I'm your girl, Jamila, with her own boss. And I'm Chad Visionary. This is Top Hill. We out. And we'll see you next week, guys. Peace. Peace.